what's going on what's going on everyone who's actually listening to this podcast right now first of all guys welcome to the nikhil sai show which is hosted by me the nikhil sai and guess what's going on today we're back with another amazing guest and this time it's not just a two comma club winner this time it's going to be crazy because we're having a funnel hike live speaker at the same time she's been in all the major publications you can imagine like folks and she's been she's been on one of the most prestigious uh, marketing stages ever like funnel hacking live and she's been working with enterprise level clients like Alex Sharfin, Diamond John and Steve Larsen and what not she's been helping people to build cash flow systems through high ticket affiliate and high ticket high level stuff where you can actually serve and create impact using videos and stuff like that and oh my god like the guest who's actually hopping on today is crazy she's been alongside on stages with Russell Brunson, Tony Robbins, Frank Kern and Guess what? This is going to be crazy, guys. So make sure to stick around if you want to, you know, learn the content game, high ticket game. This is going to be a crazy journey for sure. And one of the main things I need to admit the fact that, you know, the guest who is hopping on today, she's emotionally strong and she's been helping especially uh you know to get that inner strength built for all the entrepreneurs inside her community. And if you look at her tribe, this is crazy, guys. So are you ready for getting jaxed? So guess what? We are actually having uh Marley Jax, CEO at Jax Production. Hey, Marley. <laughs> that was so fun. What a nice introduction. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate that, Marley. Thanks for being on time today. Really excited oh, to have definitely. you on. Awesome. Thank yep. you. Yep, absolutely. And Marley, like, I mean, everyone knows you already inside the ClickFunnels community. But yeah, just like a quick intro, would you like to start with your backstory? Like, how did all of this crazy journey start? Funny, I used to be a dental hygienist, so I was cleaning teeth every day and found, you know what, I'm I'm this is not going to be my forever career. It's kind of capped at creativity that all you can do is just clean teeth all day. <laughs> um so I knew that I wanted to do something different and know what it was. Um but just to kind of keep myself busy at the dental office, I started doing their social media. And then that grew their clientele. And then um, their IT guy was like, "Hey, you're good at this. Can I send you to some of my other clients? You can help them too." And then all of a sudden I had a social media business. Like he referred me to all of his clients and wow. um, I started making some videos to answer frequently asked questions that my clients were asking me. Some of those mm. videos started to take off on YouTube. Then I wondered, can I do this again for my clients to make videos for them? And it really evolved from there that now I have a YouTube agency that we work with six, seven, eight figure entrepreneurs all over, all over the world. The majority of our clients are in the United States, but we have lots in, in Europe and we have students in Australia and it's, it's been amazing. I never expected that me being a dental hygienist and having this little side gig <laughs> would turn into this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Marley. That's a beautiful transition, the way you have, you know, started where you are in, in a little job with no creativity to where you are right now, impacting people, impacting lives, and especially helping them to scale. And Marley, like, when it comes to your brand, like, you're all about videos, and you've been leveraging them starting from your career as a social media agency to where you're right now helping, you know, done for you, YouTube stuff and everything, right? And I mean, I don't think is, there is anyone else in the market uh, who can actually answer better than you when it comes to leveraging power of videos. So can you please uh, start to talk a little bit more about like how to actually leverage the power of videos, like how to use them to the maximum, especially in 2022? Oh, it's, and it's going to be so important because video is only growing. I mean, Instagram announced that they are now a video platform. And guys, if you're not doing video, you're going to get left behind and imagine where yeah. competitors are going to be in a year, two years, three years. And you got to, you got to keep up. We got to adapt. Um, yep. so video, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a way to be able to communicate with emotion with, you know, that face, well, face to face, even if it's 
one way. Um, yeah. But that way we can really see the personality. We can like feel that charisma, feel the emotion. Um, and yeah. through video, whether you're giving educational content or inspirational content, um, that's the best way to reach your audience in terms of emotionally, but also through the platforms because these platforms are favoring video. YouTube gets like, I don't know, what is it like 4,000 hour, 4, hours of content every minute uploaded to it. Um, wow. TikTok changed the game and now so many other platforms following suit with these short style videos that it's like, mm. it is here to stay. Yeah, absolutely. That's really, really powerful, Marley. As you just mentioned, if you're not on videos, you're not on the internet. Consider that. So Seriously. make sure to be, yeah, make sure to do the videos when it comes to any business, you know? I mean, think about Marley. She, she started doing videos in dental cleaning niche. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's really weird, right? Like you could do videos in any business too. So yeah, that's really powerful, Marley. I appreciate that. Let's get to the next question. I mean, as a YouTube agency and as, as someone who's evolving the industry and actually helping your clients build cash flow systems, right? You've been actually attracting very high level entrepreneurs like think about Alex Sharfin and you know Diamond John, all of these high level experts, right? So how can someone dream hundred just like you did, Marley? We would be really, really excited to learn that. Like how, how to work with industry experts. Uh, yes, the dream 100. Well, for me, I feel like I have a few things that, that have worked for me that I think is Good, good advice, and I would do it over and over again. Um, one of the best things you can do is just, of course, show up, provide value. People say that all the time. But like, what's the best way that you can really grab their attention? Um, for me, I'll give you a story. Alex Sharfin was one of those people that I just, I, I devoured every podcast episode and wanted to know him, wanted to be friends with him, wanted to learn from him. Um, and so when he, I met him very briefly at my first funnel hacking live, which was in 2018 and mm -hmm. of course, like surrounded by people who feel the same way that I do about him. And I was just like, I love your podcast. The moment that you have, cause at the time he only had a product for people that were making over a million dollars and I wasn't there yet. And so I said to him, Alex, like the moment that you have a course or a program or something for someone like me, take my credit card. I'm in, I'm buying it. Like, I don't care what it is. I need to join it. And he's like, well, actually, we have like we're going to start the beta of that in a few weeks. I was like, here's my card. Take it. And first of all, I, it was very natural for me to be very engaged in the program because I just love his content anyway. But I think yeah. it's it, it's one of the best things you can do is buy the program or the product of the person you're trying to get close to and become their best case study, their best testimonial. Because and it's also a win win for everybody. You become so immersed in the program. You grow from it. And they also get to know you and they're proud of you implementing their program and how that reflects, you know, onto the success of, of their business. Um, so that's, I mean, and now Alex and I, I actually just flew to Austin. Our birthday is on the same day and we wow. had a joint birthday that's party. That's amazing. We had a joint birthday party, which was so fun. Um, <laughs> wow, that should be that's amazing. That's an amazing way to uh, to just keep showing up. And and you know what? So that's that's one way, but another way is like to provide value to the people around them. Like not just mm. to that person, but I think of um, Stu McLaren is someone that I uh, really wanted to get to know. And um, I raised money for his charity. Um, Catherine Jones and I put together a fundraiser for his charity Village Impact and we raised mm -hmm. $20,000 in 24 hours. That wow. caught his attention. Um, and so now, now we're friends. So um, yeah, you can think of like, how can you provide value to them, but also to the people around them, whether it's a charity that they are involved in, or maybe something for their uh, a friend or a spouse or just for their community. Um, one of the reasons why I think I was asked to speak at Funnel Hacking Live was because I was so immersed in the community and working with people in the community that Russell maybe saw that 
I was providing value anyway and gave me a bigger platform to continue to do so. Yeah, 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 absolutely, Molly. That was beautiful tactics, actually. And, you know, guys, Dream 100 is not just about gifting something, but it's about thinking about a unique way to actually get attention, just like Marley mentioned. That was beautiful. And Alex, oh, my God, I couldn't stop talking about him. He was on this podcast, too, and he's an amazing dude. You know, like all the rock stars ever combined them. That's the Alex Sheriffman right there. Yes. So pretty amazing dude. Yeah, absolutely, Marley. And yeah, that brings us to the next question. I mean, like... ClickFunnels is like so, like so, it has so many hundreds of thousands of amazing entrepreneurs. And you've been one of those few people who actually walked on the stage. You got, you got mm -hmm. Russell's attention. You dream under, you, you dream under him very, very well. And you made it to the stage. Can you talk a little bit more about like the FHL experience? Like how, how did you make it happen? Like how was the experience overall? Yeah, it, it's, it was a whirlwind. It was like the best time of my life, but it was also happening for, during a very challenging time of my life, which I was very public about. Um, mm -hmm. It was actually four weeks before I stepped on stage at Funnel Hacking Live that I announced publicly that my marriage ended. Um, mm. so that was a very um, you know transitional time in my life while also yeah. experiencing the biggest moment of the pivot, most pivotal moment of my career. Um, and so leading up to that, you know, I was in a very emotionally challenging place and, but what I, what I made a conscious decision to, to do in that time was that I didn't want this to be, I didn't want to be the divorce girl. I didn't want people to look at me like, oh, this poor girl that's stepping on stage. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want pity. And that's, that's a really interesting thing that when you, in this moment, when I announced this difficult thing that I was experiencing in my life. Um, you know, there's some people that will say, you know what, good for you. That took a lot of strength and some, some even congratulations, which I appreciate. Um, but then there can also be the people that are like, I'm so Critics. sorry. Oh honey, I'm so sorry. And you know what? It, I wanted to be very conscious of making this a story of perseverance. Yes, this mm. is difficult what I am going through. And I'm going to be as real as I can, as transparent as I can, without, of course, stepping over any boundaries of transparency. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I was very conscious in sharing. You know how Brene Brown says, um, share the scars, not the open wounds. Mm -hmm. I, I want to tweak that a little bit because I think that it's really powerful when you can speak to the open wounds. Because... Everyone goes through struggles. Everyone is experiencing some kind of challenge or pain in their life. And if Absolutely. we can openly and tactfully communicate about that, it can give other people that permission to, to know that they can get through this too, or to know that they're not alone. And so again, I had to be very cautious of how I shared the behind presented. the scenes, yeah. but I did it. Yeah. Presented it, but did it in a way that I think there's a fine line between hot mess and powerful message <laughs> that I can mm -hmm. share the vulnerable moments, but in a way that I just, I knew that the intention of this was again, a story of perseverance. So I shared, you know, the, the moment that I announced that my marriage had ended, I shared um, for the, the next few weeks, I had another speaking engagement. I was speaking on the two comic club cruise. I shared me preparing my presentation. I shared me, um, you know, what I visualized stepping onto the stage and how now that was going to be very different because I imagined, you know, you know, my husband standing behind me in this moment, everything had changed. Um, mm -hmm. And so sharing this, the story, the vulnerability, um, it was really special that when I stepped onto the stage, I stepped onto a standing ovation and it was one of those standing ovations where like, 
I had to kindly say, okay, sit down. Like they kept going and it was such a special wow. moment. And I yeah. feel like that was created because they watched me walk, they watched hmm. me in my journey to the stage for weeks. So they knew what it took for me to, to get there. Um, it was a really special moment and it was, it was a presentation in many ways. Cause it was of course my, my 28 minutes from the stage, but I also showed so much of the before and after. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Marley. I mean, yeah, like it shows how strong you are emotionally, especially as a person. And as you just mentioned, like, you know, being so vulnerable, like it really creates that trust. I mean, think about your best friend, like he, you know, the darkest secrets of them. That's how you build trust. Like, Right? right and when you're being so vulnerable about your situation like it automatically connects with a lot of people because all the fancy instagram stuff it's not real the vulnerabilities where we can actually connect each other in a very deeper level that was a beautiful moment actually you know i it was really happy seeing you on the stage i was actually watching virtually but you know freaking amazing experience having you on right there marley but yeah pretty amazing and Let's get to the next question real quick uh this would be pretty amazing to answer for sure i mean uh marley you've been you've been doing pretty great when it comes to transitioning YouTube traffic into high ticket clients, leveraging YouTube for long term because Facebook ads, like it's shut down, it's done. But YouTube, if you build it, it's up and running like a clockwork, right? So yeah, absolutely. So would you like to tell us a little bit more about like how to do the right YouTube audience transition into high ticket clients? Like have you been cracking that code overall? I'm glad you asked this because it it's so necessary. Like you said, Facebook ads can fluctuate. It's like, is this good? What Are we going to get back to what the glory days were with Facebook ads? And I'm not saying to not, I mean, I run Facebook ads too, but I'm so glad that I have these different traffic sources. It's almost like we diversify our revenue or diversify our investment, yeah. things like that. So exactly. we also want to diversify our, our traffic sources. So with mm -hmm. YouTube being an organic traffic source that people can be YouTube is a search engine. People are searching for content on Google, on YouTube. YouTube is owned by Google. And the thing that happens yeah. is when people can organically find your content on YouTube, the difference is these people are already problem aware. We know that they are already looking for a solution to their problem because they've typed it into the search bar. On mm. Facebook ads or any other kind of paid traffic, we're trying to disrupt their attention. Like they're scrolling through something. They're not looking necessarily for something to buy or something to sell. They're looking yeah. to be entertained. They're looking at what their best friend had for lunch on Instagram, those kinds of things. So with YouTube, we know they're already problem aware. Like that's half the battle for us is that they're coming to us already looking for a solution. We know they're already interested. And from yeah. there, if we can create the content that is overcoming their false beliefs, that's creating that emotional investment that then they believe in us, they believe what we have to say, and then our call to action can lead them towards a lead magnet or some kind of opt-in or a webinar or to get on a call. Like I have clients that have very small audiences on YouTube that you might look at their channel and go, eh, they're really small. But on the back end, Sure, they might be getting a few hundred views on their videos, but those few hundred views are very targeted viewers mm. who want exactly what they have to offer. And so on the back end, when they click through and then they go to that sales call, the close rate is way higher than average because, like I said, they are they are there exactly for the solution that you're providing. I have a client that um, he does um, Facebook ads for churches. So that's like okay. a pretty niche space to be in, right? How many churches are there in the United States? Not a lot. Yeah. So the pastors or the the church, um, the marketing team in the churches, they find these YouTube videos. Again, small audience, but my my client's name is Chris Abbott. 
he'll tell me some days like we just closed nine thousand dollars today we just got five new sales calls today or or he'll say uh, like i had five calls today and every single one of them closed because when they oh. watch the videos they they fall in love with that charismatic personality that again translates through video um mm -hmm. and again it's so targeted giving them the exact solution that they need yeah true that's that's really beautiful martin i mean there there have been instagrammers and youtubers who get millions of views and followers but you know it comes to the end revenue it's pretty low but when you're doing like niche content as you mentioned when you're really solving a bigger problem which your exact audience are looking for because these guys are already problem aware it's very easy for you to convert them into clients as you mentioned that's that's beautiful articulation we love it so guys if you're not on youtube and if you're not creating content to solve problems <laughs> of your potential guys you're losing yes you're losing cash on the table <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty awesome really appreciate that Let's get to the next question. I mean, Marley, when we look at your community overall, like, oh my God, like a, what a bomber it is. Like everyone is like pumped or excited. They're always looking for more value and adding value overall, right? And you've been doing great job actually building real community of customers and, you know, real community of potential buyers. And overall, like it's, it's more like a family, right? It's, it's more like a family of what you've really built, right? So, I mean, you've done a great job you know, with, with your real life articulation, with the vulnerability and everything you've shared, your story and everything, right? So how can someone replicate like a small business owner or a new coach? How can they replicate the community building thing just like you did? How to build like a real community overall? I think that it's going to first start with the individual that they are speaking to. Um, hmm. And of course, we want to build these big audiences, right? Like when I first started and the people on my Facebook page were like, my mom and my friends and stuff like that. But then you think of like, who's the person that you're speaking to? And a lot of the time it's mm -hmm. like your before picture. You can think about maybe this person that you need to speak to that's looking for your help is a previous version of you, like you three years ago. And mm. when you can speak to them through your content and really like have that strong, powerful, but also polarizing message, that's what's going to attract the right audience to you and to remember like anytime I'm on camera or anytime I'm writing something, I'm thinking of that one person because I mm. want to remember that I'm not speaking to an audience. That's this like inanimate, just wave of people. I'm thinking of the individual that has a heartbeat, that has a family, that has a story. And how can I be a part of that in some way, whether it's just, you know, they take something that I say and they run with it and it makes an impact on their life. And if you can't uh. care about that one person, you can't care about thousands of people. So it's always focusing on that one. And so for me, like I said, when I'm filming, I think of that person, I might, you know, give them a name or maybe I, I know, I, maybe I take someone from my audience that I'm like, this message is for, this message is for Sally today. And I like think of her when I'm creating that content. Wow. Wow. That's a beautiful advice. So guys, think about that for a second. It's not about building a 10 million subscriber YouTube channel. It's more about understanding your one ideal audience and trying to really build a relationship where you are a problem solver for them. And when you can provide that product or service or coaching or whatever, it could really impact them in a positive way. When your message is on point, that could easily happen. That's beautiful, Marley. Appreciate that. So yeah, I think that was really fun uh, understanding your expertise here. Let's get into some fun questions here. And uh, so, I mean, you've been doing a lot of stuff like your challenges, your high ticket stuff, your done for you programs and whatnot, a lot of stuff together. You, you, you're very consistent on social media. I mean, it, it took some, a couple of minutes to scroll down in your Instagram, yeah. which is freaking amazing. So we would love to hear more about like, what kind of tools uh, do you use to manage your projects, clients for productivity? 
Um, I like Asana um, for just you know project management to see the tasks that we have and divide them up by kind of the departments on my team. Um, mm -hmm. Another one that I really love, um, I actually got targeted for it on on Instagram and now I'm hooked. Um, it's called Motion. Uh, it, mm -hmm. it, it's like an app and it's usemotion.com, I think is what it is. And it's basically mm -hmm. your calendar, but then you can put your tasks into the calendar and it uses AI to to suggest when you want or when you can execute those tasks in your calendar. Wow. And then if you get time to do it, you can just click like reschedule and the AI system will just like completely reschedule for you. It's like having an AI personal assistant and I am just, wow. hooked. I love it. That's pretty amazing. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. latest technology. You, you're on the cutting edge when it comes to the tools. That's really awesome. Really appreciate that tech staff. Uh, so let's get into the next question. Uh, we'd love to learn more about like your daily routine. Like, do you personally follow any routines? I mean, you know, Alex Sharfin, so hopefully. So mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit more about your routines? Yeah. And I mean, it's always, I'm always trying to improve it. So I'll, I'll tell you, it's not always perfect. But I know that when I am at my best, it's when I've gotten up early and, and on, on my best days. Um, I love going to um, a bar. So it's a, a ballet bar studio. So I have a, mm -hmm. a ballet bar class right at 6 a.m. So if I wake up 5.30, go to ballet bar at 6, come home. And what I love to do is there's, a, uh, there's an exercise from this book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. It's called Morning Pages. And it's where you just write three pages to just total stream of consciousness, no intentional. Sometimes it's a brain dump. Sometimes it's writing down your to-do list. Sometimes it's just like whatever happens to be on your mind. I find that if I start my day with movement and with writing, I'm like set up for the day. And I totally can wow. tell the difference if I don't do that. Like if, if I stayed up late and I sleep in and I miss bar and I don't have time to just jump into my calls and don't have time to write, I feel a little scattered and I'm, I don't have my creative juices flowing. So something, some kind of movement in the morning. And for me, I like, you know, in the morning, I like kind of slower, lower impact, the kind of like jumping around and weightlifting, maybe that's for later in the day. Um, mm -hmm. And then, yeah, the writing is just, it's, I, I personally need that to get my brain in the right frame of mind. And then think of the power of you, you know, the stream of consciousness writing, where you're just like writing whatever comes to mind with no intention. Think of how that frees up your brain space for creativity for the rest of your yeah. day. That's Crazy. an important part of my routine. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful, Marley. Appreciate you actually sharing uh, those insightful routines. And you know, it's really beautiful. Like as an entrepreneur, you have a million things going in your head like every second. And as totally. you speak on this podcast too, you have, you know, you think about that YouTube ad optimization and the content and the client call and a lot of stuff, right? So if you have clearly all of them written down, I think it will give you a much better mental space to be productive and to be very organized and to actually get stuff done and have a better progress beautiful beautiful appreciate that inputs uh let's get to the next question marley i mean you have a very emotional journey uh, from the beginning of your career right so if there's an option to talk to a 20 year old yourself who's just getting started in the business or was it the dentist uh you know actually working on social media content what will be your number one suggestion for them or else if someone is just getting started what will be your number one suggestion for them basically um back then i mean i think of how much how, how little I knew back then, but I'm sure that me 10 years from now will look at the me now and go, oh, how little I knew back then. Cause we're always growing. We're always evolving. Yeah, I think that's yeah. something that I would have told to myself to know, like, this is a continuous journey. This is a game of personal development. 
and mm. to really to really understand that that this is a game of personal development entrepreneurship is all about testing your limits and when you when you push your limits your limits expand and i think back then i just i didn't understand um the possibilities available to me in areas of growth mm. in looking at I don't know, even therapy. I think entrepreneurs, the more that we can work on ourselves and our our subconscious beliefs, our false beliefs, the stories that we're telling ourselves that aren't real but are getting in our way. Like it, you I hope that anyone listening to this or you yourself, like can you think back of it at a time that you were clearly standing in your own way, but at the time you just couldn't see it. And yeah. you had that breakthrough, whether it was someone that told you or whether it was an experience where you Happens just like hitting the wall so many times where you're like, oh go this way but you had to like you had to you know put your hand on the burner and or like bang your head against the wall a few times before you realized it so i think being mm. proactive in personal development or therapy and things like that that's if you want to grow your business you need to grow you otherwise you will always be the bottleneck and understanding that as entrepreneurs our our identity is constantly shifting and constantly evolving um you mm. know you think of maybe if you don't have the money that you want, look at what your beliefs say about money and, and that in your identity has to shift. So yeah, I personal development therapy and just having a fluid identity. Yeah, absolutely. Marley. I think that's really, really, really important to kind of have those exact uh, information here. That's very beautiful. Let's get to the next question. This would be very interesting and fun to answer uh, your life's biggest achievement so far and any next bigger goals. Ah, that's fun. Well, um, I certainly am very proud of speaking at Funnel Hacking Live. That's the biggest stage I've spoken on and um, mm -hmm. had such a blast being able to you know, speak to my community and, and share with them. So that was that was amazing. Um, and moving to the States, I, I used to live in Canada. I was I'm Canadian and mm -hmm. um, I moved to the States in 2020. And so that was a really big achievement and um, a really big reset button on my life that is now in a I'm, I'm really happy now being here. Yeah. Wow. P pretty, 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 pretty amazing stuff. We are very, very happy to see you there. And any next bigger goals, any plans for 2022? Wow. How does that look like yes. when it comes to Jack's yeah. direction? Next big goals. Um, so this actually, we have not publicly announced it yet. So you heard it here first. <laughs> wow. That's exciting. <laughs> Exclusive. Um, so Steve Horton <laughs> and I, um, my, you know, my, partner in life <laughs> we have also become business partners so we are congratulations on that businesses together and are going to be providing youtube as a service and like so my service that i've been doing for youtube we're now you know doing this together so imagine steven with his expertise in offer creation and funnels wow. and being able to take Crazy. my traffic skills and strategies and putting that together will be awesome Wow, Marley. I appreciate that. Thanks for making an exclusive announcement on this podcast. We are really happy. But yeah, I think that that sync is absolutely on point. I mean, here you go with expertise on social media, high tech clients and everything. And Steve, like, who doesn't know Steve in ClickFunnels? Oh my God, everyone, everyone who took one funnel, and they'd be like, oh, this dude is crazy when it comes to offers and funnels. And, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing. I think the sync will really blow up to the next level. So entrepreneurs get ready to experience the real power of funnels and content. This is going to be crazy. Yeah. for sure so yeah this is this is an amazing journey yeah excited for that marley appreciate you mentioning that let's get to the next question i mean as an entrepreneur you really don't consider your mistakes as mistakes you always keep learning from mistakes right but you know yeah. if you just look back and count them down like what was the biggest mistake in your life so far um i did not 
I did not know my numbers well enough in my business. And I kept mm -hmm. over investing thinking it's okay. It's going to pay off. I believe in myself, which is great to have that belief in yourself. Um, but if you're not aware of your numbers and you just have this blind faith, you, I mean, I dug myself into a hole. Um, I had been investing in Facebook ads that just weren't paying off. And I didn't have mm. enough just knowledge to know that my funnel, my webinar, the team that I had in place, like I did not have it at the level that it needed to be. Um, mm -hmm. I had tried, I had hired people that were more expensive than I can afford and just trusted, but also prayed that it would work. Um, but I didn't have the knowledge to be the leader that I mm. needed to be to also build the right team and lead them in the right direction too. So, um, so that got me six figures in debt. I found myself with over a hundred thousand dollars on my line of credit. And I was like, wow. if I keep going in debt, I'm going to like lose my house. I'm going to lose everything. Um, and oh so I, I called Alex Sharfin on a weekend, just being like, I'm drowning and on fire. I don't know what to do. Um, and thank God for him. And especially like in the evening on a weekend, like dropped everything to support me. We like did triage on my business to stop the bleed and be like, okay, Marley, you have to let go of almost everyone on your team and rebuild this from the ground up. And mm. so that was one of the things that, that I, that was like my first step that he had me do was, um, you know, I mentioned that I hired people that were too expensive and I also didn't know how to, I had, I, I didn't have the knowledge to lead them in the right direction too. I just hoped like, Oh, I'll just hire this person and they'll be able to figure out they'll, they know more than I do, which is, is great to hire people that are smarter than you, but also that mm -hmm. we need to learn how to be leaders too, to, that we can collaborate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if I let go of these three people that I had hired that were more expensive than I, what I could afford, um, I was immediately profitable again. So that was, it was a really tough time, but it was a huge lesson in me learning how to trust myself in learning mm. how to be a leader, um, in learning how to, you know, understand and calculate my numbers for, for profitability. Um, and, um, and, and I also learned sales because in that time I had to, I had to sell to be able to get my business back up and running properly. So it was like, I had no choice, but to learn how to become a good salesperson. Wow. Wow. That's a great learning, Marley. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. And, and, and as an entrepreneur, we have that gut feeling every time that, you know, Hey, we have this expert and he's going to make it. Of course he has the expertise, but as a leader, you need to give the guidance, yes. right? Actionable steps to execute for you and add value. And I believe capital allocation is something not a lot of people talk about, even as entrepreneurs, like, I'm not sure why, but you know, people need to talk about capital allocation, like how to use the resources you have, where to actually allocate, because as you just mentioned, everyone has that hope strategy. I hope when I spend thousand dollars, I'm going to make 5,000 back. That's not yeah. how it works, dude. You need to learn the stuff, how it works. Actually, that's not a reality at all. Yeah. Like you need to understand the behind the scenes of everything, but yeah, that was real great learning. Thank you for sharing and giving us an insightful, uh, you know, backstage of what, what happened. And that was really insightful. Appreciate that. Admiral, let's get into the uh, question. This is pretty interesting to answer. So if there is an, if there is like new Marley who has no brand, no Jack's production, uh, no backup support. You're just like this newbie, just joined the ClickFunnels community. Think about that for a second. If you would start all over again, how would you do it different? How would you do it different? How would you make it fast? Um, I mean, I would still go to YouTube because I think YouTube is the most important way to build a long-term traffic asset. Like the videos I made back in 2016 are still generating leads for me. So wow. it might be slow to start, but look at the long-term 
the long-term results of it. Very important. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and then I, I mean, I would just be doing a lot of Dream 100 personal outreach, sending direct messages to people that are, um, you know, qualified from what I can gather from social media accounts and just try to drive mm -hmm. them directly into a high ticket program. Um, I think a lot of people, when they look at their value ladder, they think that they have to start from the beginning of the value ladder. Um, but I would start from the top and go straight to a high ticket program because that's how you're going to get the, the, I think, the best quality clients and also the best True. profit margin so that you can reinvest in your business to grow it even more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Man. That's a beautiful action plan. So guys, you know what to do right now? You have an expertise. Yeah, start start dream monitoring people and try to sell them the high ticket stuff. Don't try to sell a high level entrepreneur your seven dollar ebook. They're not gonna mm -hmm. buy it. They're not gonna look at it. Just go and if you have some expertise, go and try to sell your value. Hey, this is my service. It's gonna cost you X Y Z thousand. Ready? Get started. Or else, cool. I'm gonna try someone else and try to be generic when it comes to that. And I think that's a real clear action plan. I really appreciate you mentioning that. Let's get to the next question. This would be interesting as well. Your main inspiration for success, like what actually keeps you motivated to show up every day and keep people involved in your journey? Hmm. Um, I think I'm I'm just motivated by seeing like how what my capacity is. Just just learning how much I can grow and continuing to see how I evolve and and loving the game. Like it's mm. I hit it like a game. And there's times where it gets tough. And I try to consider that like, okay, we had a tough first quarter. We're gonna we're gonna reconvene and get into the second quarter and come back stronger. And I, yeah, I just try to look at it like a game and that we're all just like learning from each other and doing the best that we can with the resources that we have. And, you know, trying to finding those personal wins, but also like the relationship wins. Um, so when it comes to the, the key people involved, I mean, Steve Larson, certainly my, my best friend, my love. <laughs> um, and uh, I have an incredible team that uh, I've been working with for you know, a couple of years and, has grown with me, Alex Sharfin that we've already mentioned. He's uh, an incredible friend and mentor. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, appreciate you explaining that stuff out for uh, all of our audience. Marley, appreciate that. I mean, yeah, like I think this is this is amazing. I mean, all of the journey, the stories, the key learnings, the excitement, the emotional journey you've been through. All of that was absolutely on point. Marley, appreciate you being very vulnerable on this podcast too. So how can our audience get jaxed? Where can <laughs> our audience find you mentoring? Uh, um, YouTube.com slash Marley Jax. Of course, I have tons of videos there, um, but I'd love to you know, turn the content into a conversation. If you want to uh, send me a DM on Instagram, I respond to all my messages there. So Instagram.com slash Marley Jax. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So guys, you know what to do if you want to dream 100 Marley? She really <laughs> gave her she really gave her Instagram Marley right there. She'll check her messages, go and try to slide in her DMs and see how you can collaborate and start using YouTube and video content and impact your business to the next level by providing value. Getting to high ticket stuff, guys, this is pretty, pretty amazing. And yeah, that was that was pretty much on point. Make sure to check the description. You'll have the links of uh, Marley as well. And any last one before we conclude the entire podcast session for today, Marley? Oh, well, this is, I love this conversation. Thank you for having me. And um, yeah, I would love to continue the conversation if anyone wants to reach out. And I hope that if anything um, taken away from this is, of course, to be on video, um, to invest in your personal development, because this is a game of personal development and to find the mentors that can support you along the ride. Yeah, absolutely, Marley. So guys, you have a clear action plan of what to do after this podcast. So don't let this podcast to be another educational content you consume and never execute on. 
get on, take a note, write down five steps you need to do and do it after this podcast and make sure to hit Marley as well. If you need more help, so that would be pretty amazing. So again, once again, Marley, thank you so much for this amazing opportunity. It was really, really a blessing having you on. You know, you, your story was absolutely amazing and hope everyone actually enjoyed this podcast. And uh, so, yeah, guys, I think that's it for today. Stay tuned for the next interview. Uh, I'll be coming back with another amazing guest just like Marley. This is me, the Nikhil Sai and Marley Jack signing off for today. Bye, Marley. Bye.